for the for the guys that don't know, um, I was I get vexed at Uber. Um, for me personally, oh, 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 who's calling for a taxi tonight? <laughs> 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 oh, Uber, Uber. <laughs> Uber. Um, <laughs> So welcome once again to the Arsenal Asylum Podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, well, lads, it's been a mad, mad, mad week or so. We've gone from severe highs to uh, <laughs> scraping the barrel with a severe low tonight. <laughs> it's like, you know, we've actually become... The record breakers, <laughs> mate. Wrong way, mate. In the absolute wrong way. Um, so yeah, you know we haven't lost a Villa Park since 1998, and it's the first time in 25 years that we're out of the top six. What does that mean to you, Merv? What does that mean? Hmm. Well, first of all, uh, good good evening, chaps. Oh, good evening, shall I say? <laughs> that's the uh, that's the theme of this season. Um, what does it mean to me, man? Listen, I'm I'm a practical sort of guy. I'm a practical Gouda supporter. You know, it is what it is, and the table doesn't lie. Over 38 games, we are where we where we deserve to be. Personally, um, that's not to say I don't think we can get better. That's not to say I don't think that there were definite improvements to be made and which will help us get better. But as of this season, everything I've seen, uh, the play, the uh, transition, we've just not come up with it. We've not really come up with it. And we would be lying to ourselves to even call a Arsenal a top four team at the moment. Um, so really, again, I just take a practical, pragmatic view of it all. It hurts to to not be in and among the European places, but really it is what it is. And we only have ourselves to blame. Uh, I'm not going to blame Arteta because I can see what he's building. We we all saw that over the weekend and last week against Liverpool. So believe me, I'm not here to, to lay blame to any one man or manager. We're a work in progress. Um, and it's always darkest before the dawn. So... You know, if we get to look back on these times when we were less than good after a period after we've improved and we are the top four team and hopefully champions that we want to return to be, then, hey man, this is a necessary evil. It's it's the medicine that's needed. The the patient requires it. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> but also it's... Um, like you said, it, it, it's, it's it's progression, isn't it? Um, we can yeah. see we can see we can see where 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 we're going, what the long term vision is. Um, but uh, that's what gives yeah. me hope. To be perfectly honest, that's what gives me hope. If there wasn't a, if there wasn't a vision in place, then I think we were just a rudderless ship, a bit like how we were mid season. But um, with Arteta, I can see the green shoots of something. Um, and if he gets it right, then he's going to get it really, he's going to get it spot on. So, yeah, man, um, for once, I'm going to take the, uh, the the optimistic viewpoint and say, look, 
we we can get back to it, man. But yeah, ever the optimist, yeah. bro. <laughs> well, we also got the man like Steph. Yep, 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 yep. He's yeah. here. <laughs> He's here, man. This in the flesh. Um, uh, so, how did you see it, Steph? The game. Yeah, the game. The 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 whole thing with the, you know, with us, you know, smashing records or breaking records in the wrong way. Um, you know, like I said earlier. Uh, having lost to Villa Park since 1998, what's that like? 22 years, um, first Ooh. time in 25 years, we're out of the top six. Uh, it kind of reminds me of what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, um, where I was saying that it just reminds me of the olden days when we were mid table, kind of cup side. And it's, mm. you know, I don't know, it's, it seems like it's come around back in a cycle, you know? Yeah, um. In regards to the record, like I'd to be honest, I'd like to know. I should have checked beforehand how many actual games we've actually played at Villa Park since 1998. Um, because sometimes that can be like misconstrued, like you know, when you say make, make out like you play, you play against them like every year, but it could be like we've only played them seven times in that time frame. Um, oh, I see what you're saying, like the, it's kind of deceptive because the, the relegation, uh, they're relegated for a while, weren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. But they so, weren't uh, out of the they weren't out of the Premiership for that long. To be fair, they got relegated back in what 2016 was it 2016 17, and we're 2020. So uh, before then, they'd been a perennial Premier League team, hadn't they? Oh really? Okay, I didn't even be honest. We was that far up, I didn't really take notice of the man's down there. So <laughs> <That's a shame. laughs> I mean, I'm gonna have to take notice of them now. So. <laughs> Uh, I was languishing at the bottom. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice you down there. Oh, there you are. <laughs> but yeah, man, like it's just I'm 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 vexed that we, it's always us that gets these one record breaking things happening to us. Whether it be a, a goal skill a goal score I've not scored in like three and a half years, they bagged their first goal against us. Whether it's like a team that's not won in so many years, they like Villa, the beaters. It's just always us that we haven't they haven't to get and it's that's what's annoying. Like and I'm even more annoyed at myself because I FaceTimed a friend earlier today and I was bragging saying, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna spank Villa, like taking a minute how they lost to how they lost to um Chelsea and this and that. And then I was saying then today, obviously we lost. And now every, everyone that I was hyping to has come back on me, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like my, my phone's off. Like, everyone's been, everyone's been muted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just vexed, man. Like, like to me, like like you're saying, um, I think I take a different stance to you, Merv, um, in terms of like, um, Arteta don't take no blame. Like, for me, I personally blame Arteta for this for this defeat. Or he take not I blame him solely, but he takes some responsibility for it. For he, like for me, the lineup was completely unbalanced. Like it just looked so like it just looked odd. Like like Eddie Nketi, he's a striker. I don't know what he's doing on the right wing. Do you know what I mean? Like we're blessed. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're the only team that probably blessed with. We got more wingers than we have strikers. Yeah, now <laughs> now <laughs> now we're playing yeah. strikers at like. Now we play strikers on the wing, and it just didn't make sense to me. Like it's just like sometimes I think to myself, like he is, he is a tactician. I I can see that, 
But and I think to myself, why would you not change the formation to play if you want certain personnel to be played? And like, if this is a nothing game, then try a different formation and see how how that plays out. And do you know what I mean? But like, yeah, it just yeah, man, I'm I'm livid. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> well, you see, the thing is, it is one of them. It is one of them annoying defeats, really, which doesn't mean anything in a grand in the grand scheme of things, but it is annoying, especially as they scored fairly early and we barely registered a chance. Now, for me, that was perhaps a bigger problem than the loss itself, was the lack of threat from us tonight. Um, And barring um, Nketiah hitting the post, we didn't exactly look as if we were going to to steamroll them or or to pose any kind of threat. And I don't know if that was because we had a bit of a hangover from from a Saturday night and last Wednesday. Um, it could have been fatigue, as uh, Arteta alluded to in his uh, post-match interview. But overall, the annoying part of tonight wasn't, it wasn't even the selection either, to be honest, because whilst it wasn't our, our strongest team, I, I wasn't truly mad at, rotating the squad for Villa because really and truly without sounding too arrogant we're Arsenal at the end of the day we we should be beating an, uh, a promoted Villa or promoted this season uh, and the fact yeah. that we didn't speaks more about us uh, and, and don't get me wrong Villa deserved every last point of the three they got tonight they were truly amazing um, but yeah uh, what did you make of it Mod? Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I agree with um, both your sentiments, but I have to say, I have to agree with Steph in terms of, I, I thought that coming into the game, as part of me in the back of my mind, is just like, things have been too good. Um, and the team <laughs> have literally put like 110% effort into you know the the last couple of games to make sure that they beat you know basically the best of the best um and then now we play the bottom side who are literally buoyant because of the the result earlier on today um which went their way uh with Watford losing you know 4-0 yeah uh, home to uh Man City and so they literally had something to play for. And it was one of those where I just thought, uh, okay, this could be a tricky game. Especially when I heard that they were literally watching the match up until half time in the dressing room all together as a team. Mm. So, you know, that kind of gives them that extra, you know, impetus, that extra emphasis on the game. And so um, knowing that, and then as Steph said, Seeing the the lineup and seeing how unbalanced it was and mm-hmm. a little disjointed by okay, some players were absolutely brilliant out of position, like you know, hats off to um Ainsley Maitland Niles, who you know did a great man to man marking job on Mares, super you know, literally uh stole the, the ball off of uh. Kevin De Bruyne's feet several times, yeah. all playing on his wrong side. And as we can say, yeah, we could criticise him for his delivery, um, you know, in the final third, but he was on his wrong side. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can't, you can't have it all. <laughs> he, he was literally put there to kind of 
shut up shop and make sure that those guys had no joy whatsoever and he did his job. But that kind of tinkering is only going to work so far and you can only put round pegs in square holes and get away with it for so long. Do you know what I mean? And for me, when I saw that, um, that kind of made me think, hold on a minute, this might not work this time. And lo and behold, it didn't. And the reason why I just thought that was, you know, um, was just because I just don't think our squad is quite deep enough. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think we've got the depth for, of squad and, and the quality within, within that bench to to make the difference that perhaps we wanted to this evening. Well, um, not on the bench, but we have got quality in the squad. Yeah, well, we've got it in the squad, off the bench, coming off the bench to kind of make the the change that was needed uh, to the game. I don't think we we had it or we've ever had it this season at any point. Um, but again, it's just it's just not to blame um, not to blame Arteta for that because a lot of what he's doing right now is all experimental. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the way I took it. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I don't think anyone blames Arteta at all for today's result. For me. You know, rather much like Steph said uh, earlier, I thought it was pretty clear that, you know, if you can only play certain players out of their favourite. Like, Danny's been brilliant in yeah. a more forward role. Like, playing him as a DCM doesn't quite work. No. Um, you know, and again, I, I don't know why I'm giving Steph so many props on that. Uh, but yeah, like, you're giving him a whole bouquet's worth of flowers. Oh, man, it's more than one game. I don't know what's happening. But yeah, like it's literally, it's <laughs> been converted. <laughs> uh, but no, like you know, Steph, Steph's always said, you know, Danny, you know, his favorite positions are you know in the forward sort of playmaker type roles, and if he gets a chance, being a little bit more. Uh, comfortable in those positions, um, you know, we'll flourish. And he, he struggled for a while, but he certainly has of late. But, you know, playing in that deeper line role, he, he struggled, man. Yeah, we weren't getting the best out of Danny. But, um, guys, just let's kind of go through, because I, I know during the game we said we'd kind of make some notes as to key things that we saw or things that stood out to us. Um, so I just wanted to kind of get your take on before we go into positives, because there were a few, not many, um, what were your key? Uh, who's on your on your hit list for tonight? I know there's one name that stands out that we've already discussed, but um, yeah. I'll bring it over to you, to you, Steph. You you wanted to go in on a certain striker and comparing him to Grealish. Um, expand. <laughs> Obviously, like for the for the for the guys that don't know, um, I was I get vector Uber. Um, for me personally, oh, 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 who's calling for a taxi tonight? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <A bummy> yang, <laughs> oh, over, over. Um, but yeah, like, I, like we, I keep, I keep hearing this discussion about yeah, Abamyang's our best player. He's this, he's that, and for me, I, I'm, I don't buy it. Like for me, like I personally say, if you're gonna be our best player. That, that has to be performance based, and for me, Abamian performances are not are not consistently enough 
are good enough to say he's our best player. So when I made I made a comparison saying like look at Grealish and look at Abamyang today, and what I meant was like Grealish is Grealish is Aston Villa's best player, and yet you saw why he he is or he was or no he is their best player. Like he ran he ran ragged on that left hand side. Like it was just he was everywhere and in every everything good that came from Villa he was involved in. Whereas Abamyang like. I don't get that vibe from Aubameyang. Um and if you look at the past our past players that we've had that we've always said that are our best players, they've always been there to provide they like Sanchez, Robin Van Persie, um, let's say Harmony, um, who are like there's so many players that I could name that when they say that they're our best players, because they they thrive on the on the um they're just their their performance is a, is is better than every other player that's on the pitch. It always stands out, and I don't get that from Abamia. So two goals against Man City doesn't cut it for you because no, that no, make no, a difference. No, no. And what about all the goals that he's got for us this season? Which were it not for those goals, we wouldn't be finishing in eighth or ninth. We'd probably be finishing about fourteenth or thirteenth. For me, okay, in this season, for me, 8th or ninth is more or less the same as 13th or 14th. Um, based on... It, obviously, it looks worse on paper, like, looking at it in the table. Far worse. <laughs> like, yeah, and also, I think there's about half a million yeah. in prize money. So, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there, there, there is there is a, a considerable difference um, in, in, in finishing those places, but... Yeah, go on. Yeah, but um, like like yeah, his goals. Yeah, I give him his goals. But like, I've always said that with Arsenal, we don't lack goals. And and when I say that, I mean like yeah, we've yeah, Aubameyang has been the the main goal scorer for us. But we've always replaced goals. We've never we've never not replaced goals. What we've not replaced is stopping the goals. So, um, like when Harm when Harmy left, um, Seth Fabregas stepped up. And he started. He he started adding goals to games, and then Van Persie stepped. We've always we've always had players step up to the to the gate to the to the to the plate, um, and yeah, we might not we might not be scoring as many goals as, but I think the team will step up. But I don't know. Like, he, yes, he scores goals, but if you're gonna if you're gonna be there just to score goals, and you're at Arsenal, you have to bag at least two goals a game if you're gonna put in performances like you do. Uh, yeah, that's I, I an impossible I, standard, but you know, no, I don't know. I kind of get where you're coming from, Steph. I mean, you know, because it, it was on the list to sort of dive into this a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of get where you're where you're going mm. because ultimately, during the game, sometimes he doesn't do what you would expect, I don't know, what we saw from Omri and what we saw from the Burkhams and what we saw from some of the great, you know, illustrious players that we, we, we've had in our in our history. Um, but I don't think he's that type of player. So I think it's kind of unfair yeah. to label that against him. Um, what we do f- want from him is what he does, which is score a hat full of goals. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean today, like I was, I was literally banging my head against the wall at some points, just like 
why can't you give a decent pass? Exactly, like, exactly. Why could you not find Saka on numerous occasions? True. Um, and he was just overhitting the pass and stuff. And I don't know, maybe it was because he was tired. Mm. Maybe it's just because I don't know what it was, but it just seemed really, really odd to me that you can, you can, you know, hit such a beautiful strike, but you, but that's always been his way, you know, comes to think about yeah. it, even at Dortmund, sometimes he would do the, the hard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But mess up the easy stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, it was a bit of an enigma in that way. Yeah. But um, I I can never be too harsh on him because literally you know he is our talisman. He is the one that's that's literally you know put us in the final and kept us where we, you know, in in some in some sort of hope that we're going to get anything from this season. <laughs> but I mean, um, look at it though. Of all the players, Oba, um, Leno before he got injured, Emmy and Tierney. To my mind, they are the only players in our squad, in our team, who are doing what says on the tin. They are doing their job. So Oba's a striker and his job is to score goals and he does that to great effect. Yeah, Leno, but you have to give me Saka as well. I, I would add Saka to like this. I know today he's struggled. Saka, Saka uh, well, we don't know what Saka is because he's like a utility belt. He does everything. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he scores and he set and he and he and he has assists. So I think for me that you know, no fair. You know, he he he's done everything that he's been asked to he do has. today. And yeah. today, I don't think it was necessarily his fault that he wasn't in the game. No, not at all. Poor service from the left. Um, from you know the other deplorables uh, <laughs> who we're about to name and shame. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, for me, Kalazan actually didn't have a great game, and there's a few more. I don't know, you know, Merv, who else you thought didn't really perform that well today? Well, I've got a list, <laughs> <laughs> so let me file through it. Uh, so yeah, we've already kind of gone out, we've gone over Aubameyang. Obi didn't have the best game, um, I think there was a bit of fatigue there, and match sharpness wasn't there. He couldn't string a pass. He always was being forced out wide throughout, particularly in the first half, uh, and had rare sniff at goal around 54 minutes, I think. But uh, that was about it. And that's that's kind of rare for somebody of his calibre. So, yeah, he, he didn't cover himself in glory. Torreira, um, you can see he's short on match fitness, which is understandable. He's kind of come back from long-term injury. Um just seemed behind the play a lot of the time uh, and got a needless yellow card. Um, uh, we all know what Luca can do in that midfield. He's a terrier. He hunts down everything. He's just, you know, he's our all-round water carrier. But sometimes I think he needs to use his head a little bit. I'm a massive fan of Lucas Torreira. Um, and I know that once we get things together, he's going to be a linchpin in that midfield. But yeah, today he just wasn't great. Um, so Bios, again, uh, you touched on Ahmad, um, just putting him in that position didn't seem to work for us as a deep line defender, was fairly wasteful with the ball. Although to his credit, I could see he was trying to make things happen. He was trying to run through the middle. He was trying to take on players and open up space. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't working for him. It didn't seem to be clicking. And ultimately he, I feel, got outshone by Grealish, who was a bit more effective in the middle of the park was a bit more effective in transition with the ball. And you could see that whenever Grealish had the ball, 
um, Villa seemed to be a bit more of a threat, whilst our, our central mid, it almost seemed like, you know, he couldn't lay a glove. Um, Cedric, I thought, was sloppy in possession. And, you know, he's been a good introduction on that right-hand side. But, um, yeah, Cedric didn't have the best game for me. Um, he kind of levelled out as the game went on. And again, you know, giving him a bit of bail, he uh, he's also coming back from injury. So I don't expect him to be up to speed after, what, three games? So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of give him a mini pass. But overall, I think he didn't have the best night tonight. Um, defensively, as a whole with the team, I just saw the same familiar mistakes. Uh, the corner being given away needlessly, that led to the goal. Um, and a lot of the time, there was just some ponderous defending, which I just felt like we could have, yeah, we could have uh, done without. Um, but at the same time, we've seen what we can do um, when we do get it together uh, against City and Liverpool. So, well, yeah. Hope, but yeah, that was... I think, I mean, talking about that um, that that corner, um, with Aubameyang and Mings before the goal and like, you know, how Aubameyang got mugged off like that, little grinning teeth. I mean, that's going to be mm. like a beat now for the next week, I think. <laughs> uh, before Trezeguet um, got the ball off of uh, Mings's flick on from the corner. But um, yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was, even I had to laugh. Um, it was a right smile, but I had to laugh. But moving on to the next point, I mean, um, Steph, like, We've got this game coming up now, the Cajones derby <laughs> against Watford. Um, you know, who we sold, send down? Will we send down Watford? Will we send down Villa? Who would you prefer? You know, um, I don't know. What, give us your thoughts on that. Um, so, that game's went on Sunday, isn't it? And then the FA Cup finals is the week after. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm. I probably, to be honest, I'm them two teams. I'm not even. For, I probably sent down um, Watford just for the, like everyone saying Troy Deeney's comment. Like he needs to go down. Like someone, like my friend um, Io says, like you need to. Uh, every right needs. Every wrong needs to be right. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Like, he needs. He needs to. He needs to fall on the sword on that one and just get sent down. Like we need to go ham on them, my guys, and just. Yeah, smash him up like I mean, need to, but like after seeing that, I know Troy Dean is gonna, I know Troy Dean is gonna be pumped for this game. Are they, are they, are they relegated already? No, they're not relegated oh. already, but they they have to beat us by three goals. They have to beat us by three goals, yeah, okay. which is always on the cards, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I say that, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, man, Troy, I know Troy Dean is gonna be, he's gonna be up for this game, so. Every everyone, because I didn't like even yesterday today's game. I didn't feel like anyone took any ownership, and I feel that we're we're gonna need players to own everything that they they do on the pitch. Yeah, against Watford. Yeah, I agree. Um, everyone has to be accountable for their own position, but also accountable for your teammate at the same time. Um, a bit like the game, a bit like the performance you put in against City. I was about to say that is the Arteta way. Yeah. If there is a way of playing the yeah. Arteta style, it would be everyone's accountable to everyone else. Everyone else, yeah, definitely. Um, so we've um, so saying that, um, you know, what's your thoughts on Grealish as a player? Then because for me, I was always looking at 
hopefully Villa going down and potentially we could uh, sign him because I think there's a player in there. Um, I also kind of think that playing for Villa, he um, hasn't had quite the influence Mm. on the Premier League as he could have. Um, So I would like to see him with someone like us where he's got, you know, three informed strikers. Not like that dude at the end who who missed. Um, You know, three quality, world class strikers. um, You know, in front of him. Yeah. Um, Yeah. To be honest, I've been forced to watch more Grealish because we've got um, other peeps in in our in our asylum that's been. Nige loves him. Nige literally loves him. Um, So I've been forced to watch more of him, and I kind of particularly watched him again today. Like purposefully watched him and I actually do think he would actually do well in our team because I think what, what we lack we lack more than one creative player and the, the, for the fact that um, we're kind of relying on Pepe to step up this season which is not fair because it's his first season and then obviously we've not got players like Ozil playing because he's been omitted from the squad um, and then obviously the, the whole creativity really depends on Sabios which again is not fair because it's his first loan season. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd actually like Grealish to come in and, and take the burden a little bit. Um, but saying that, I'd, if Watford went down, I'd happily snap up to Corey and have him as a yeah. yes, hard yes on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I hear now, you there. What do you guys think of that? Um, Will Will Hughes, the sentiment for Watford. The guy with like the proper blonde hair. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen too much of him to be honest. The comment. Um, yeah, I've only seen a couple of games, so I I, I wouldn't really like to pass comment. Okay. You, tell me more. What do you think? Well, how? I, I've looked. I was watching him. I actually like him. He's he's a proper. He is a literally a centre mid. Like he's. Um, I don't know who to compare him to. Um, but he's your. He's your. He's your um, standard sentiment, I'd say, like the authentic sentiment. Just everything in, in the in the mold of who? I mean, like, um, does he like to, he likes to get on the ball, receive the ball? Yeah, push yeah. forward. Is he a DCM? Is he a attacking midfielder? Is he a you know a um, holding midfielder? Is he you know I don't know? Is he a, a Skulls? Is he a Gerard? Is he a I'd, Lampard, I'd, he, uh, I'd more, I'm, I'm more put him in the Scolzi category. Okay. Um, not so much, not so much a deep line, but like when, 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 when Man United used to play like four four two formation, and it was goals yeah. and Keane in the middle, he was that type of centre mid. Um, so that's the type of player you that you think that we we kind of need at the moment. That's someone, that's someone that you think can add. To our squad potentially yeah, this season. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Will Hughes is that guy, but someone yeah. in that mold. Yeah. Yeah, he's caught your eye. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Maybe we can send them both down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 well, Bournemouth do still have a shout, so you never know. Yeah, but um, I'm not sure who else would, who else I'd take for the relegated squad teams. To be honest. Well, who would you who would you like to go down, Merv? Uh, yeah, I'd like to see Watford go down of the three, uh, and I'd like to see Troy Deeney's T 
tears water the Emirates pitch. <laughs> How you like them for cojones, boy? <laughs> uh, so, you were saying, you were saying, you were saying that he's he spotted a banner or something that flew over the park. Like, <laughs> well, no, I did, I did so much spot it, but um, yeah, I kind of wanted to go over what Arteta said in the post-match interview, uh, which referenced it apparently. Um, so, yeah, basically Arteta, when speaking to, to Sky Sports, he said um, he uh, he was proud of everything the, the guys gave out there tonight. Um, he thought we lacked freshness and uh, although we gave everything, um, they lacked the, the, match fre- the match freshness that they needed to go on to win the game. Uh, and he thought it may have been a bit of fatigue or emotionally or physical fatigue. Um, but yeah, he just said um, he was disappointed with the result, but not disappointed with the attitude, which is pretty much the way I, I felt about it at full time. Uh, I wasn't mad at any uh, one particular player. I just think collectively we just didn't do it and we should have done. Um, and obviously the eighth place finish being um, the highest we can hope for uh, and the first time in 25 years. But yeah, the interviewer did mention to him, he said uh, that a banner flew over. Villa Park and I'm, I'm guessing it was funded by Arsenal fans because why else would anybody do that um, but apparently it said um, back Arteta Cronky out oh and, yeah, yeah I saw that yeah yeah and you could hear it if you hear the audio on the um, oh, wow. on the live footage you could hear oh. something going overhead I initially thought it was a drone funnily enough but it was oh. an it's an actual an actual plane um, oh. but he shot down those uh, he shot down those rumors pretty quick which I thought was quite interesting. He said, um, when the interviewer mentioned Cronkies out, he said, no, no, I'm not having that. He said, I've got full backing from the Cronkies. And trust me, if I didn't have the backing, I would say so. So that was quite unequivocal. I don't know if any of you you guys caught that, but yeah. No, I didn't. Um, But yeah, I kind of get... Um, that from the sort of the last few interviews he's done, the, the media seems to be baiting him to to kind of give more and to kind of say, oh, I'm not yeah. going to blah, 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 blah. And he has sort of doubled down on the fact, like, look, you know, if I need to call him, I can call him. I've got a direct line. I don't yeah. need to have to go through the sort of hierarchy that's being put <laughs> in place at, at Arsenal. So, so, yeah, no, it's interesting. I mean... Look, it's very much as we've all said tonight, it's work in progress. It's very much watch this space. But um, yeah, I mean, we've come towards the end of the pod. It's just flown by. I just, you know, 35 minutes. Uh, I don't know if it was long enough, but you know, there's there's a bit more football to come. Um, just enough time to concede a goal, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, all right. It's been a pleasure always. Um, so, you know, uh, I've been mod. I'm here with the man like Steph. Yeah, man, I'm here. Like, I, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to the fans and all my enemies. Just take time with me, man. Take time with me, man. And uh, leave him alone with his hair. Oh, man. Can't win every. We can't win them all, can we, yeah. Steph? <laughs> Right, man. And um, yeah, I mean, it's been a pleasure anyway, as always. And the man like Merv. Yep, yep, yep. Um, thank you for having us again. 
Um, hopefully the next time we're uh, recording, we're reporting on a win going on into the FA Cup final uh, and our 14th, our 14th FA Cup. I'm speaking it into existence. I'm telling you right now. I know it's going to come back to bite me, but I have to do it. Let's go. I love it. I love it. Well, look, um, I'm not sure which of the seven asylum members, the asylumites, are going to be here on the next pod. But it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe on any of the uh, podcast formats that you may be listening to us on. And also don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Insta and any of the other socials that you may subscribe. Peace. 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 Peace.